This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Trina, the finisher, who's the line. 
Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you both. Good morning, family. It's Pam. Love y'all. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Pam. Happy Tuesday to you and triumphant Tuesday. God bless everyone. Anyone else? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Truman the Finisher. Who else is on the line? Love to hear your sound. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Lady Hudson. It's a triumphant Tuesday. It sure is. Good morning, Lady Hudson. Can't wait to hear your message. How are you this morning, beautiful? I'm doing well. How are you? Look, I'm I'm woke. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) I made the wake-up list, so I'm good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, it's sunshine. Okay, say it again. Good morning, it's sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Okay, and who else? Praise the Lord. God loves you. Good morning, Lady Hester. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Sister Shantae. Good, Good morning, morning, Shantae. Good morning. Have a blessed day, everybody. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Barbara. Good morning, Lady Hester. Good morning, beautiful Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning, sweetie. Good morning, B3 family. It's triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, sister. Good morning, ladybug. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning on this triumphant Tuesday? Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning, Ivan. Yes, God is good all the time. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. <laughs> Have an awesome, blessed day. You too. Thank you so much. 
made my heart smile. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Clarity. This is Charming and Definition, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning on this Triumph Tuesday? Good morning. This is Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. Good morning. This is Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. Have a great day. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Have a great day. You do the same. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Patricia. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Patricia. Happy Tuesday to you. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Thank you. Have a great and awesome day. Okay, anyone else like to say good morning before I get started? Okay. It's time to get started. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina, the finisher, and I'm your your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Be sure to join us daily in April for the monthly theme entitled Expectation. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that we brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. First, please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight, right here on this call from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving an effort to share the gospel, both local and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash Declare Victory or on our cash app, dollar sign, I Declare Victory. I repeat, DeclareVictory.org or PayPal.me. Declare for slash Declare Victory or Cash App dollar sign uh, Declare Victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There is no prayer request from the app. The order of the call is Prayer and Corporate Praise, E.K. Dawson, Declaration. Elizabeth Hudson, 
Then we go right into those comments hosted by Declare Elizabeth. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, E.K. Dawson, Declaration, Elizabeth Hudson. And then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare Elizabeth. The scripture for today is Psalms 5-3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. May the Lord add a blessing through the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed and awesome day. Praise God. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Father, we come this morning, first of all, saying just thank you. Thank you, God, for this very moment. Thank you for you touching us this moment with the finger of love, Lord God. We thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, God. If we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't thank you enough, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Our soul, our body, our, our spirit, everything about us says thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for your keeping power, God. So we ask now that you would forgive us of sin, Lord God, sins of omission, sins of commission, Lord God, sins, uh, God, that we um, have been wrestling with and bearing on our heart, Lord God. Free us, Lord God, so that we can uh, get those off of our hearts, our minds, and our spirits, Lord God. So we throw those in the sea of forgiveness and forgetfulness, Lord God. Teach us continue to repent daily, Lord God, um, as we uh, walk this life and as we live life daily, Lord God. We repent daily, Lord God. If we've done something, said something, carrying something on our heart, well, against our brother, against our sister, Lord God, free us up, Lord God. Show us your ways in repentance, Lord God. Teach us, God, to repent, Lord God, constantly, constantly, Lord, so that we can have our heart right and we can have our heart pure. If there's anything that we've said or done or would stop this prayer from being heard from your ears, Lord God, continue to create in us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit, Lord God. So we thank you, God. God, we thank you for your greatness and your sustainability. We thank you for your resiliency, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God. God, we give you glory. We give you praise. Oh, Lord God. Thank you for being the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you for being the God of our salvation. Thank you for being the gift and give, allowing us the gift of salvation and that we are saved, Lord God. We come praying, Lord God, now that you would <clears throat> hear every prayer request. Uh, there was none on the line, Lord God, but those that are spoken in our hearts and in our minds, Lord God. We ask now that you would hear us, Lord God, and touch us, Lord God, in a very special way. Honor us, Lord God. We come to you because we know no other God to call on. We come to you because we know that you're more than able to do exceedingly and abundantly, more than we could ever ask and or think, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for just being who you are in our lives and uh, uh, just uh, our everything, Lord God. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. Thank you for being uh, providing in this time, Lord God. God, we pray now that uh, so many are wrestling with uh, this coronavirus and this pandemic, Lord God. But, God, we ask now that we would still hold true to our faith, Lord God, that we would dig in and hold on, Lord God, that we would not be discouraged, Lord God. Bless those that are battling well, with it, Lord God. Bless those that uh, have family members and it has directly come towards their house, Lord God. Bless those. Give them sustaining power, keeping power. Bless those that are 
caretakers to those and those that have lost loved ones as a result of this, Lord God. We ask now that you will continue to cover us and that we place the blood and plead the blood over our doorposts, Lord God, that it would not come nigh our dwelling, Lord God, and that you would keep us, uh, Lord God, keep us so that we would uh, be wise and use wisdom, Lord God, in our dealings with people, our day-to-day, as we go dispatch angels to be with us and by our side, Lord God. Thank you for those that are struggling with uh, uh, issues of uh, unemployment, Lord God. Bless them, cover them, and give them everything that they need, God. Yeah, bless them right where they are. You know them. They're your son. They're your daughter. You know all about them, God. So we thank you. Thank you so much, Father. Right now, cover us, Lord God, uh, that we would have the supplies that we need and everything. You are a God of, of, of multiplicity. You are a God that you can make things happen, Lord God. So we pray and we declare decree that there will be no lack uh, with the household of faith, Lord God, that we would not lack or need for anything during this time, Lord God, uh, is our prayer, Lord God. Uh, keep us in our, our ways of transportation, Lord God, as we move and go forward to those that are still on their jobs and those that are that are uh, even working from home, Lord God. Uh, bless us and keep us down, Father, is our prayer, Lord God. Watch over us individually and uh, collectively, Lord God. Thank you for this opportunity that, that when some of us are at, are at home, Lord God, cover us, Lord God. Cover our finances, cover our 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 pockets, cover our houses, our rents, our PG&E. Cover us, Lord God, and make a way like only you can, Lord God. Now, God, as we open our mouths as corporately as to go into you in corporate prayer, as we take our phones off mute and give you honor and give you glory and lift your name up high, Lord God. Give you glory, Lord God, because you are yourself over and over. There's nobody like you, Lord God. There's nobody like you, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, Every that are not in the house cover our children that don't know the Lord cover our loved ones in Jesus Christ that don't Thank you. 
Hallelujah. 
Father, we thank you, Lord God, for every voice, every praise, everyone, Lord God. We thank you for the corporate sound, God, and we bless you now, God, for your glory, Lord God. We ask now that you will continue and most of all, strengthen the declarer, Lord God, give her the words and the message for your people. Give her a rainbow word now, God, and we thank you, Lord God for opportunity to spend quality time in your prayer. And as we end this prayer, but never your praise, we give you glory, honor, and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you as I pass the call to the declare. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, Declare Victory family. Well, it's a triumphant Tuesday. Uh, according to uh, our Christian faith, this would be considered a Holy Tuesday, for this is Holy Week. Um, and so we are here to decree and to declare the word of the Lord on this morning. Um, I am excited about our theme for the month of April, which is simply expectation. I hope I have somebody on the call this morning that is in great expectation, despite what the day has brought despite what the day is bringing, despite what is on the news, uh, despite what is in our news feed, I still have an expectation uh, of God. And so I would ask that you would go ahead and mute your lines on this morning. I want to make sure that um, everyone can hear and I can hear as well. Amen. So if you could just take the time to look at your phone and just perhaps you thought you muted it and you did not. Um, now it's the time that you can mute your line. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for muting your line. Is there another that needs to look down and look to see that you did not mute your call? Let's go ahead and mute your line. So as we go into the word of the Lord um, on this morning, I want to park in the book of Luke, Luke 1, just for your reference. Um, as I begin to uh, think about our uh, our theme of expectation, um, a lot of things came uh, across my mind. Of course, um, our host, none other than the radical one, Dion, uh, who is our midwife. Um, I, I thought of her and how she uh, pushes us 
uh, to that birthing place, and I thank God for her on this morning. Um, but as I begin to uh, think about the word expectation, there were many things that came to my heart. Um, but this one thing that was for sure, um, I often share my testimony of overcoming infertility. Um, after 12 years, I've shared my story before, uh, the Lord allowed me to give birth to an amazing little girl. And while the end result was amazing, uh, the process was unexpected. Uh, after all, you know, I had a thought, I had a preconceived notion of what it should be like. Um, I was convinced uh, that I was ready. You know, after all, I had a book called What to Do When You're Expecting. And when things would become a little suspect, I would find myself running to that book. I would turn to the chapter uh, that talked about what I was feeling. I would read the chapter. And at that moment, I would find uh, some comfort in the book called What to Do When You're Expecting. However, I remember a day that uh, while expecting, I woke up and I wasn't feeling my best. Um, I was having uh, some pains. Uh, but unfortunately, this discomfort was parallel uh, to the pain I felt when I suffered a miscarriage. Uh, I ran and I got the book, and to my surprise, the book told me that every woman's body was different and that I had to refer to my doctor. Uh, and in that moment, I must admit, I began to get a little uneasy. After all, I was familiar with miscarriage. I knew what it was like to lose. I, I knew what it was to have expectation knocked out of me. I, I understood. I, I, I know what that feeling, I knew that feeling um, oh so well. And even though I had proceeded at uh, the time of the last, uh, of the moment where I had miscarriage before, I was beginning to lose my footing for this is not what, I had expected. I, I, I didn't uh, look like the woman glowing on the commercial at this moment. This was not what I was expecting. I, I didn't feel confident in my expectation. After all, all I had was my imagination, and I had my imagination longer than I had my reality. Uh, this made me uh, change my position because, after all, this particular time, it was, it was uh, probably a weekend and I didn't have access to my doctor, so it it made me change my position. It made me uh, fall on my knees and cry out to the great physician. And and and, and I found myself uh, telling God, God, I know what it is to lose. I, and I don't want to lose anymore, God, but, but I need you right now to help me while I'm yet expecting. And although um, I, I got on my face and I began to seek God, something uh, began to stir on the inside of me as I was expecting that even though I'm expecting, you will still experience pain in the process. And I've come to talk to some individuals on this triumphant Tuesday that although you're expecting greatness from God, although you have a seed uh, planted, there is still some pain that you'll feel in the process when you're expecting. And many on this morning, you're saying, but God, why do it feel like this? And God, why do I feel so much pressure? Why is it that my walk is different? Why do I feel uh, heavier? It's because you're still expecting. 
expecting. And you have to understand that any time that you're having pain in the process, the pain is not to kill you. But I come to find out once I did talk to my doctor that the pain that I was experiencing and feeling is what they would call round ligament pain. And what round ligament pain does, it, it prepares you. It gets the body in alignment to give birth to the very thing that you are expecting. Oh, I come to encourage you on this morning that your pain is not because God doesn't have anything else to do. Your pain is not because, you know, look, let's give her some growing pains. Let's give him some growing pains. No, this pain is to prepare you for the great thing that is to come. This pain is preparing your body. It's positioning you in the realm of the spirit to give birth for the thing that you've been expecting. And as I begin to look at this and I begin to look at the story, I had to go into the scriptures and talk to my namesake. I had to find out, Elizabeth, how did you deal with the pains of expectation? The Bible tells us in Luke 1 that there was one by the name of Elizabeth. And the Bible says that after uh, so long, uh, she uh, began uh, to get to, she became pregnant and she was expecting. But before we find out that she's expecting, we find out that she has a husband by the name uh, of Zacharias and he's in the temple and, and the angel Gabriel, he comes to him and he makes the announcement to uh, Zachariah that your wife is going to become pregnant. But at that moment, Zachariah had so much doubt, uh, the Lord muted him his mouth. And I come to talk to somebody where there has been an announcement over your head. I come to talk to you on this triumphant Tuesday that God and heaven has made an announcement about the very thing that you carry. But we have to be careful with announcements that are made about us depending on who hears them. Because some individuals don't, don't have the capacity to walk through uh, your process with you, your expectation process with you. And some of you are dependent and you're looking for people to encourage you. You're looking for people to validate. You're looking for people to co-sign the very thing that you're carrying, but perhaps and just maybe God has muted their mouth so you can hear from God. And it's, it's, it was amazing to me that she goes through this process and she doesn't have the comfort of the one who's close. Uh, it's amazing to me that she had to, she, she could not share. She could not, she could not share her woes. She could not uh, talk to him because she knew and he knew that he could not I give her an answer. I come to tell somebody that this time, as you expect, there are some individuals that you will not be able to talk to because they don't understand your level of expectation. They, they can't talk to you. I'm sorry, hon. You keep trying to get them to understand. You keep trying to get them to come aboard. You keep trying to get them to tell you something, but God has muted them. And the Bible says that here, uh, as it goes a little further, that Elizabeth is now pregnant. And we now know the story that uh, Elizabeth, she's pregnant, and, and the Bible tells us something that uh, Jesus' mother Mary, which was her cousin, she comes and she visits Mary, and the baby leaps. And we say, oh, yay, the baby leaps, whoa, whoa. But according to the historicities of the text, when you begin to study that, uh, Mary's baby was not always leaping. Uh, according to the announcement uh, for Mary, uh, at that time, Elizabeth was about six months pregnant and no movement. 
I come to talk to somebody, that she was six months pregnant, but there was no movement. There was no activity. She looked apart, but deep down inside, there was no movement. I come to talk to somebody, you look like you got it together, but if you would be honest, there's still no movement. There's no movement of God that moves upon your heart. There's no there's no wooing of God to come into his presence. Perhaps I'm expecting, I looked apart, I'm expecting, but I don't feel nothing. And 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 so here it is, Elizabeth is in a quandary because I'm now pregnant. I can't talk to nobody. I look like I'm pregnant. I, I feel like I'm pregnant. Uh, uh, my feet tells me I'm pregnant. I have all of these issues. I have all of these things that tell me that, that I'm pregnant, but I don't feel nothing. I'm not having, I'm not having an experience on the inside. And, and, and woe, oh God, woe unto us that we give the appearance that we're getting ready to have something or we're getting ready to do something. But if the truth be told, God, we haven't had a visitation from God. We haven't been in his face. We haven't come to say, God, what is this thing that I'm carrying? We, we haven't come to say, God, give me some instruction. We haven't said, God, give me some direction. We, 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 we were so focused on those that can't talk over us. We're so focused on those that are on the outside. We're so focused on the fact that I finally got pregnant, but God, what do I do now that I am expecting? I'm going to need you to mute your mind. Um, God, what do I do? God, now that I'm expecting, God, how, how do I move? God, how do I shake? God, how, God, should I pray some more? God, what do I do with this very thing that I'm carrying? The Bible says that she could do absolutely nothing. And the Bible says that, the, the, the according to uh, scripture, the Bible, the Bible says that the baby, uh, uh, John was not moving. John, John was not moving. John was not moving. You mean to tell me John wasn't moving? The one that would cry and, 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 and declare the work that would declare that Jesus is, is coming. John wasn't moving. The Bible says that he was not, the, the, the history records that the baby was not moving. It was not leaping. And she was still I'm having some apprehension of God. You put me in this particular situation, but, but I don't have any help. But the Bible begins to show us something here. Elizabeth, the unexpected, comes in contact with the expected. I'll say that again. Elizabeth, the unexpected, comes in contact with the expected. The Bible says that when Mary visits her house, instantly when Elizabeth hears, she didn't see Mary, but she hears the salutation of Mary, that the baby on the inside of her begin to leap because it's something about coming into the presence of God that it'll cause whatever dead thing that was on the inside of you to begin to leap. I wish I had five witnesses on this triumph on Tuesday that understood that it was when I came into the presence of God that I began to live. It was when I came into the presence of God that I found movement. It was when I came into the presence of God that I got my strength back. When I came into the presence of God, I got my peace. I got my joy. I got my footing back. It was when I got into the presence of God, I found out who I was. It was in the presence of God that I understood that I am a mystery that is waiting to be revealed. It was when I heard God call my name. It was God who called my name. It was God who called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. It was God that put a seed of expectation down on the inside of me. And now is the time that I position myself to find out, God, what is this thing that I'm carrying? The Bible says that the expected mothers are now having a conversation. I come to tell you that in this season, you're not going to have a whole crowd of people. There's not going to be a whole gang of people. But for once in your life, you got to find your Elizabeth. You got to find the one that'll make your baby leap. You got to find 
the one that understands what it is to be expected with miracles. Oh, I come to tell somebody, there's a lot of people expecting a lot of things. There's some people expecting some houses. There's some people expecting some cars, but I'm not expecting a house and I'm not expecting a car, but I need Elizabeth that expected miracles in the earth. I need an Elizabeth that expected to see the blinded eyes open. I want an Elizabeth that would expect with me that God is going to open the deaf ears. I need an Elizabeth that's going to expect that God is going to cure his people. I need an Elizabeth that can that expecting God at any moment to cause the mouth of Corona to dry up. I'm expecting Elizabeth to for some things that I can't see in the natural. I need an eye, God. We need eyes, God, to see you. I need an Elizabeth that will stir up what is down on the inside of me. We need Elizabeth that will stir up. the. We need a Mary that will stir up the prophecies that are on the inside of us. The Bible says this. I'm getting excited, y'all, because this this does something to me because when you are in a place and you have been barren for so long and God now allows you to expect, you take, you don't take, you, you don't take anything for granted. And the Bible says that as these two begin to leave, these, these two begin to meet, that, that Elizabeth's baby, John begins to leap in the womb because what begins to happen is that she finally comes in contact with what Isaiah would call uh, the wonderful counselor. She now comes in contact with what Isaiah calls the mighty God, the everlasting father. She comes in contact with the prince of peace. Uh, I come to help you on today that when you come in contact with Jesus Christ, our God, you have to understand that he'll reveal to you. He'll reveal to you why it is that the seed of greatness has been downloaded down on the inside of you. He'll, and he'll reveal to you why it's it that you had to be the one throughout the family generation to carry the word. He'll reveal to you why is it that the sin that you were wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in didn't take you out. He'll begin to explain to you why uh, you were in the birthing canal. Why is it that he put so much expectation down on the inside of you? I come to remind you of the things that God has downloaded in the inside of you. Don't you dare for one minute doubt the word of the Lord that is concerning you. Not one time should you doubt the announcement that has been made about you. The Bible says that as Elizabeth would go forward and she would go on to give birth to him and she would go on to, to birth this thing out into the earth. She would go on to birth John out into the earth that when she got ready to name him, the, perhaps the neighbor said, uh, maybe you should name him John Jr. And maybe you should name him, maybe you should name him Zacharias, excuse me, not John, but maybe you should name him Zacharias. Junior, maybe you should name him after uh, the lineage of uh, of your family. And she said, "No, his name shall be called John. I, I gotta call him John because he's something that we've never seen before in the earth." And I come to tell you that God is giving you something that has never been seen before in the earth. I don't care. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've gone through. But there is something down on the inside of you that this earth has never seen, and that's why the process has been so painful. That's why the birthing process has been so uncomfortable because the very thing that you carry is going to turn the world upside down. The very 
word that is in your mouth is going to turn the world upside down. The very word that you contain is going to light a fire. It's, it's going to shake the realms of hell. The very word that you carry is going to wake up the sleeping giants. The very word that you carry is going to wake up the sleeping houses. It's, the very word that you carry is going to bring those back unto God. The Bible says, she says, I can't call him Zachariah. I can't call him any of that, but I got a calling John. I got a calling John because he is the one that is going to declare that God is great. He is the one that is going to make way for the coming of our Savior. I got a calling what heaven calls him. I come to tell you on today that you better not call whatever it is that God has given you anything but what God has called it. I don't care if you don't like the call, but you better call it what God has called it. You, I don't care if you don't want to be called the prophet. If God has called you the prophet, the prophet you are. If God has called you the evangelist, then the evangelist you are. If God has called you the teacher, then the teacher, that is who you are. If heaven calls you an apostle, then that is who you are. I don't care who around you don't like it. I don't care who around you don't understand because the day is over for us moving in God according to how man feels. But the hour and the day is now that you have to move out according to what heaven has decreed and declared about you before the foundations of the world. It is now time that you position yourself to come on through. It's now time for you to wake up every day and say, I'm the man, I'm the woman for the job. God has sent me for a season. He has called me at this appointed time for such a time as this to affect kingdom. God has done this. And how is it that I'll back up on what God has said about me? But I'm pressing towards the mark for the prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ. I come to tell somebody that there is power in your walk. I come to tell you there is power in your talk. I come to tell you don't sit no longer being idle, but now is the time to get up like a great army and begin to do the work that God has sent you to do. I come to encourage somebody on this morning that when you walk, hell gets nervous because God amplifies your feet in this earth. It's time for you to get up. It's time for you to press toward. It's time for you to push toward. It's time for you to begin to move in what you're expecting. I, re I remember uh, when I was expecting, they told me I was having a girl. And so because the announcement was I was having a girl, I expected to have a girl. So I went and got all girl stuff. I went and got girl bottles. I went and got girl clothes. Why? Because an announcement had been made. And so I positioned and prepared myself for what I was getting ready to expect. I prepared myself for the announcement that was over my head. Well, I come to wake you up this morning and tell you to begin to expect whatever it is that God has said about you. I come to tell you, go on and get dressed for it. You don't dress for today. You dress for where you're going. You don't dress for yesterday. You dress for where you're going. I don't care what it is. If you believe in God for whatever you believe in God for, position yourself. Act like you got it. Move like you got it because in actuality you got it. It's just a matter of time that it catches up to you in the earth. The Bible says that as they began to have a conversation, it was uh, it was the presence of Mary that gave Elizabeth great uh, solitude. It gave her great peace and, and made her realize that she wasn't crazy. Uh, I come to talk to somebody that you've been thinking that you're crazy. I know I, I know I didn't hear it. Am I hearing God? Is, is God really seeing this? But you don't have anybody to bounce it off of. But I come to tell you today, keep pushing. Keep walking. You're not crazy. You're right in the place where God wants you to be. You're right 
in the position where God wants you to be. I come to tell you, keep walking the walk. Keep expecting the unexpected. Keep expecting the unexpected. Keep pushing. Keep moving. Keep going. Keep going. The Bible says that as Mary uh, gives birth to him and, and, and everyone is wondering, what are you going to name him? And what are you going to do this? Everybody's concerned about what Mary's going to do now because before, you know, nobody was really concerned. After all, they told that you were barren. After all, it's too late for you to give birth. After all, you're too old. After all, why would God do it now? Ah, good God. I come to tell you that while you're expecting all of those questions are getting ready to fall off of you. I come to tell you all those things of doubt, all those things that cause you to fold up and ball up, all those things that cause you to freeze and be in place, all of those things that you heard. Why you and, and why God wants to use you and why you and, and all of the self-doubt because sometimes it's not even the outside, it's the inside. It's some of us, we have talked ourselves out of the blessings of God. Some of us have talked us out of movement. Some of us have said, well, I don't have it like this one and I don't have it like that one, but I come to tell you, you got it just how God wants you to have it. And now it's time for you to move. Now it's time for you to get out of the place of complacency with your expected self and move out into the things of God. And so the Bible says, while well, everybody's wondering, everybody's now is, is trying to figure out what's her next move. Her next move is to move with the flow of God. Her next move is to move as God has said. And the Bible says this. Uh, somebody said to her, uh, what kind of child would this be? And, 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 and she would simply reply, just know that the hand of the Lord is upon him. Somebody's going to ask the question, what is this that you're carrying? What is this thing that, what will this child be? What is this thing that God God's given you. What, what, what will it be? It will be exactly what God said it'll be. What this thing will be will be full of faith. This thing that I'm carrying will be full of power. This thing will be anointed. This thing will break the yoke in the back of the enemy. This thing that I'm carrying, hallelujah, Jesus, I paid a pretty price for a pretty a price for it. This thing has cost me my life. This thing has cost me my peace. This thing has caused me to turn my plate down. This thing has called family to back away from me. This thing has caused me to cry many tears in the middle of the, of the night. This thing that I'm carrying, although my salvation is free, this anointing that is on my life, it has cost me. It has cost me peace. It is, for some of you, it has cost you jobs. It has cost you all kinds of friendships and relationships, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. What will this child be? This will be the thing that brings a sinner back to the throne room. This thing will bring the center back into the fold. This thing that I'm carrying will call the backslider to turn back and say, what must I do to be saved? This thing that I'm carrying causes me to be sensitive to the will of the Lord. This thing that I carry causes me to have angelic visitations. And this thing also makes the enemy very mad. This thing that I'm carrying makes me a target, but it's okay because God is for me and God is with me and the blood of Jesus carries me. The blood of Jesus covers me. The blood of Jesus counsels me. You have to understand that this thing that you're carrying is just as real as the air that you breathe. This thing that you're carrying is not just something that you can put on and put off, but you were made for this. This thing that you're carrying, the earth is waiting in great groaning and anticipation for the sons of God to manifest itself in the earth. This thing that
that you're carrying is the answer to some child. This thing that you're carrying, you are the answer. Somebody's been waiting for you. Somebody's been waiting for you. They're not waiting for me. They're not waiting for Dion. They're waiting for you. You are the answer. Yes, you're the answer. You that have messed up. You that have dropped the ball. You that have uh, you have that made plenty of mistakes. You still have the answer. You still have the answer. You're the answer. You're the answer. You're the answer to somebody's question. You're the answer to somebody's prayer. And so I tell you on this Holy Week, don't allow uh, the TV to, and the, the news to cause you to forget that you're still expecting. Don't allow what is going on in our world to make you forget that there is still something down on the inside of you. Don't let what is happening in the earth to cause you to forget that God has called you to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is now the time as God has reset us. This is now time for you to go before God and empty out your heart. For the last week, God has just been dealing with me about the heart because when you are expecting every time you go to the hospital, the first thing they do is that they want to check the heart. They want to check the heart of the one that is carrying, and they also want to check the heart of the thing that you're carrying. And we got to make sure that our hearts are right. We got to make sure that we're doing it for the right reason. We got to make sure that it's not for our names to be in life. We got to make sure that we're not doing it because we we we, we lack um and, and we lack encouragement and we lack self-esteem. We're not doing it so somebody can say, ooh, and somebody could say, ah, but we're doing it because God has mandated us to do it. We got to check our hearts. We got to make sure that this thing that we're carrying doesn't be birthed with a heart defect. Hallelujah, somebody. We got to make sure that our hearts is right. And all week long, God has been showing me he's emptying out hearts. What would we do if God could empty our hearts out like we empty out our pockets? What would he find in our hearts while we're expecting? Are we expecting or we only want to give birth so we can say, see, I told you God was going to use me. Are we only giving birth so somebody can look and say, oh, I'm sorry, I doubted you. If that is your reason, you totally missed it. If you're waiting to rub it in the face of somebody, then you totally missed it. We got to make sure that our hearts are right while we're expecting. We can't let anything infect our heart. We can't let anybody affect our heart. We can't let offense affect our heart. We can't let it affect our hearts, saints of God. We must continue to empty our hearts out into the presence of God because the heart is, guess what? It is deceitfully wicked. Your heart will tell you it's nothing wrong with that. But the scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things are new. That includes your heart. There's some things that are hidden. There's some hidden iniquities. There's some hidden things that we have in our heart that we have to get out because if we don't get it out, that very thing that we don't like about us, we'll see it in our gifts. We'll see it in our walk. We'll see it in the thing that we produce. And woe unto us that we produce and we give something to somebody that is tainted, that we give some somebody something because we want them to to see us as something bigger than 
we are, one one for us that we preach a message. And instead of a God bless you, we want to give them a thousand dollar honorarium attached to our names. Woe unto us, the hour has come that we can preach this gospel. And if they want to bless you, they'll bless you. And if they don't have it, they don't have it. But what is on your life cannot be bought. And I want you to know on today that the anointing on your life cannot be bought. You have to know and understand this that you carry. No price tag should be able to get you off off the wall. I'm coming to tell you that the time is coming that people are going to come to muzzle you by gifts and by houses and by all of these things. But I come to warn you and to tell you that this thing that you carry cannot be for sale. This thing that you carry cannot be for sale. You cannot allow this world and this world system to taint the pure gift that God has down on the inside of you when you're expecting you protect it at all costs. I'll never forget, I was about nine months pregnant. And the kids were running around, and I wasn't paying attention. And out of nowhere, my husband came, and he began to stand in front of my belly. And I said, what are you doing? He said, you weren't paying attention, but they were getting ready to hit you. And you, I'm sure that hit was going to cause you some pain. And I come to tell you, while we're not paying attention, the husband, the great God, he is standing in front of us to make sure that this time we go full term. This time we won't abort. This time we won't, make, we won't miscarry. The God of heaven and earth is covering you today so that you have no excuse but to come forth with the very thing that he has put down on the inside of you. You will come forth with the very seed of expectation. And on this triumphant Tuesday, we lift our voices and we give God praise for the very thing that is on the inside of us. We know scripture says that once John and Jesus was born, they meet again. Uh, John then baptizes Jesus. They have another encounter uh, in the water. They have another uh, encounter in the water. Before it was inside, this time it's outside. They have an encounter uh, in, in the water. And Jesus, uh, he, he tells John, you know, hey, baptize me. And John says, whoa, if anything, you should, be, uh, you should baptize me. Uh, and, and so you see this relationship throughout scriptures. Uh, Jesus always, 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 he always goes in some form or fashion. He always talks about his John. He always refers to him. The Bible says Jesus told him that you will never find another prophet like John. When John was locked away, Jesus made sure he got a word back to John. He said, John, the very thing that was expected of me is happening. The blinded eyes are open. The deaf ears hear. John, I'm about my business. Once again, Jesus had a John. Mary had an Elizabeth. And I pray that on this triumphant Tuesday, this Holy Tuesday, that God sends you someone to make sure that you don't miscarry this time. Hallelujah, because the earth waits in expectation according to Romans 8 and 18. The earth is waiting for you, waiting for you. So I pray on this triumphant Tuesday that the presence of God rests on you. He reminds you that he taps you on the shoulder as you go throughout your day-to-day to remind you 
of the seed and the expectation that is down on the inside of you. Not only remind you, but prepare you for the best days of your life. I come to tell you, life's not over. It's just the beginning. Because once you get a revelation of what you carry, once you get a revelation of what's on the inside of you, it's life all over again. So I pray that something that I said on today was a blessing to you, that it encouraged your heart in Jesus' name. So at this moment, I'm going to ask that if you didn't get a chance to say good morning, you want to say good morning or you want to uh, share on this morning, I'm going to open up the line for you right now. I pray that something again that I said blessed your heart. Amen. Good morning, Lady Hudson. This is Zakia. Good morning, Lady Bud. Good morning, Lady Hudson. This is Diane. Great declaration. And one thing I got out of your message this morning, you said you looked apart, but there is no movement. And when I when I thought about that, I'm like, we looked apart. We have to keep one put one foot in front of the other, and keep it moving. Do what God first said do, and waiting in expectation of the answer. So I thank you for that message. Great message this morning. Amen. Good morning, Lady Hudson. This is Angela. Truly, truly appreciate the word on this morning. It's such a blessing. Good morning, Lady Liz. This is Dee Dee. I love you. Thank you for the word. Bless me. Good morning. Love you. Good morning. It's Kenya. Awesome declaration. Thank you so much. Good morning, Kenya. Good morning, Lady Hudson. I enjoyed your declaration. Good morning. Good morning to God be praised. Good morning, it's Gloria. Thank you for the declaration. It blessed good me. Good morning, Gloria. God bless you. Hey, good morning. This is Arlita Renee. Wonderful, wonderful message. Thank you. Good morning, Renee. Hey, Mama. Good morning, sister. Good morning. Excellent, excellent message. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, sis. It's Good morning. You blessed me so much this morning. You, it was like you were in my prayer closet, and you just pulled out everything that God has been saying to me, and I'm just like flabbergasted right now. Oh, to God be praised. Keep moving on. Keep moving. No excuses. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Yo, 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 Brother E. Brother Good E. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your declaration. This is Gwen Didi. I am so blessed by it. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Lady Hustler. This is Mona. Good declaration. Great declaration. Good morning, Miss Moon. I was listening for you. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. 
Good morning, Justin. On this triumphant Tuesday, it's nourishing Akeisha. Um, I don't know what I'm going to text the kids. I'm going to text them something. It, it was it was too much. <laughs> but I'm going to text them something. Thank you. You text my boy something. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. Good morning, Lady Hudson. It's Sister Priscilla. Um, Good morning. Good morning. I just want to say the entire declaration had me in, I want to call it labor pain tears, weeping. Um, I don't know. Uh, It's been a long journey for me. And um, God had me in the book of Luke last week, and I've been reading it, Mm -hmm. and I just did revisited um, his uh, the story of Elizabeth and Mary last night um, before I went to bed and this morning wow. early and was reading the book of, and reading John and and um, when you know her her husband I ended with when her husband uh, finally said his name will be John and then he mm-hmm. was able to speak um, mm-hmm. after that and um, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what God has me. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. And I've been, it's been a long journey. And right now, you know, my family's not talking to me right now because things I've said, you know, in the, and I've been saying mm-hmm. to God, you know, I don't need to say all this. If you can do this. I don't, you know, I don't got to be like mm-hmm. this, Lord. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's been a journey. I'm not trying to be all that. I'm really not. God reminded me even when I, moved back to San Francisco, how I, that's before I even knew him, when I was studying a bunch of things, just trying to find my way, always, mm-hmm. you know, knew there was something greater, and I remember driving mm-hmm. my car, and I said, God, what am I here for? It just came mm-hmm. out of my mouth. We're talking mm-hmm. over years ago, and I'm just, all I can say is this message, it's not just mm-hmm. a meal, you don't feel like it's a great, it's just painful. It just mm-hmm. um, the labor pains of the of the tears mm-hmm. that are coming forth. I can't even mm-hmm. explain it. To, you know, mm-hmm. you just want to mm-hmm. live your life. That's all. You just mm-hmm. want to get it right. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. You just want to get it right. But I I thank God for for using with you with such fire and intensity and such a message. You know, it let me know one thing that I'm on the I'm on the some the right path mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. when he told me to read Luke, I'm like, okay, I read Luke. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I read Luke. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. want to be obedient, and and it has I've aborted and messed up so much, so mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. and I'm just tired, I'm tired of it. I'm just tired mm-hmm. of it. So I just thank you. I thank you for the message, and I hope I don't. Thank you. I hope I don't sound. Don't look. Don't worry. Don't worry. Can I share something with you? This is not that. This is not that. Let me tell you. you will, I think your 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 fear is I'm gonna mess up again. I'm blowed again. This is not that. You must you accept the will of the Lord, and everything that's going to happen. Everything is going to fall in place. It is what it is. You have to remember God is a God of restoration. He'll restore the family. But he needs to get you 
to where you're supposed to be and remain in faith. Whatever you do, remain in faith. He'll restore the family. Because he's God like that. He's a big God. He's not just a sinless God, but he's a big God. He's their God too. So with that being in mind, you do the work. You walk the walk. You talk the talk. You allow the fruit of the Spirit to have its way in your life. And God will take care of the rest. Thank you. Page is painful. It's you know I I can't even explain it. Um, mm-hmm. I hear my sisters and and brothers on the phone and great declaration. You know, wonderful. But for me, it's painful right now. It's not that it isn't a great declaration. Don't misunderstand me. Mm-hmm. It's it's just painful. It's like a birth. You know, I contractions. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. contract when you're crying. It's contractions and and the tears, and the, and then you reflect back and you go back on your week. Just the last two weeks, I'm not going back further. What he's reminded mm-hmm. me and what I've experienced, and, and and being alone during this time and all that stuff. Anyway, you hit every single point, every single point. You hit it. Mm-hmm. Look to God, be praised, man. Praise God. Once again, I'm thankful for Declare Victory phone line and the Declare Victory family. And, um, yeah, God is doing something on this line. No question about it. No question. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing. Hey, sister. Hey. This is Dee Dee. I'm about to run out. Well, I can't run down the street. My husband won't let me out the house. But, um, oh, Jesus, I'm in tears thinking about just having physically had a miscarriage. I was 20 weeks. And just last week, my son, who was, how old is that boy, 30, 30, 30 or 31, because he he brought it up because it was my first pregnancy. And he was like, Mom, he said, I want to tell you when you share your testimony about Demetrius, because I had, I had to deliver a, a dead baby. I had to push a dead baby mm-hmm. out. And um, just now I was 18, and I was so broken, I didn't expect then. Didn't expect. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking this morning, so many, it was like lights and bells and whistles was going in my head. And I said, God expectancy 30 something years later the restoration wow. process is real and see the healing oh my god because so i got such a different <clears throat> wow. the place that i didn't know i still needed that <clears throat> thank mm-hmm. you i just know the expectation to expect even more and greater mm-hmm. and the process the painfulness 30 something years ago my child would have been 33 i think but for mm-hmm. my son to say, Mom, to to see how strong you were and what you went through, because that was painful, but it was for mm-hmm. a purpose because so many women, God has placed me there. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been at the hospital with some women that have mis- miscarried or, you know, and so mm-hmm. I'm just grateful for how God has set us up this mm-hmm. morning. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, sis. Thank you. I love you so much. Love you, too. Happy place. Uh,
Good morning, sister. I'm triumphant on this Tuesday. Thank you. Right Great declaration. Yes. Um, and all I kept hearing um, while you were speaking, besides him, there is no other. And I know when I hear that, it's the voice of the Lord that has to be expounded in your ear and in your heart. And it has to, you have to not hear or see anything other. That word was just, it was so good. I mean, it was just, it just hit in so many places. I'm like the rest of them. It's just, it, it is what it is. And I, like I say, I can't thank you enough, you know, just for being who you are, just for being the trailblazer, just for staying in the face of God and making sure um, of you and Dion just being radical and um, just not having no other, nothing, not, not taking no for an answer. Cause what God said is for the, his people is for his people. And you guys make sure that y'all proclaim it. And I thank y'all for that, for staying on the wall, for yelling, for wailing, for being um, the women that you are not taking nothing less. So I thank you. Love you. Good morning, everybody. Um, good morning, Speaker. I'm sorry, I forgot your name already, but this is Jeff G. Um, I'm going to chime in on this because obviously I've never had a baby, never have, have been through that on the physical aspect. I have worked at EMT and I've responded to OB calls more times than I can care to count. But um, I've also responded to women that have done their own self DNC. Um, this word on the spiritual aspect is confirmation of what my pastor was talking about about two, three months ago when we were talking about during the travailing period. Um, mm -hmm. It was in the travailing period, was the painful period. But how you go through during the travailing period will determine most of the time how the birth, the outcome of the birth. So if you mm -hmm. travail the right way, you're going through yeah. the right way. And that, that travailing part is the painful part. Oftentimes, the, the harder the pain is, the bigger the birth. When you talk about women that's having, like, twins, triplets, or quadruplets and all that, we, um, the painful part that came around, the, the weight of that, is a whole lot worse than just having a baby. Yeah, we all have an assignment, and we all have a destination where God has taken us to here, even, even on this earth now. But going through the painful part of trying to get through it, but the man, waiting for the manifestation of that, if we travail correctly, God is going to give us a seat like the word came forth the other day, extremely above, above, above all that we can even think of. So it's just a matter of travailing the right way, going through the pain the right way. And like, yeah. you, like you were saying, connecting to the right person, finding your Elizabeth, or find, finding your Mary and connecting to that right person. Because you can connect to the wrong person and that, that that going through that travailing period, they will literally kill that baby, kill that that, that what God has inside of you if you don't get mm -hmm. to the right person. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I just wanted to speak on that. I'm not going to repeat your message. You did an excellent uh, declaration yourself. Right. To God be praised. Thank you so much for sharing this morning. You have a mm -hmm. wonderful triumph for Tuesday. Yeah, I was well. I was well. Amen. Amen. Is there another? Hey, 
Good morning. I heard somebody breathing. You can you can go before me, whoever that is. Go ahead. Good morning, uh, lady. Hey, Lee. Hey, Lee. Leonia. Good morning, Leonia. Yes, honey. Come on. Dion said Leonia. That's right. Okay, Your I was calling. I, I I appreciate you and your message this morning. I thank God for you. I really enjoyed it. And good morning, my three children. Thank God I got three <laughs> on here now. Didi, Jeff, G, and Gloria. Praise yeah, God. Hallelujah. Have a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful day. You too. Amen. <laughs> I was just trying to wait to see if anybody else would say something. Look, let me tell you what, what in addition I heard you say. Don't let anyone name your baby. Don't let nobody else say who your baby is, what your baby is, and what your baby's supposed to look like and move like and breathe like. You are, and your baby is what God called him. Get this. Listen, John's daddy couldn't say a word until he agreed with heaven. Come on. So we hit the mute button. On mm-hmm. every lie that has been told, every word, every curse word that has been spoken against your baby, we call it no. And we come out of agreement with anything that does not align with heaven. Right now, your enemies are silenced so that you can proclaim your baby's name. How about that? You better open up your mouth. In the earth, yes. In Jesus' name, you did all right. <laughs> I was over here jumping up and down. Amazing. I tried. Oh, thank you. God be praised. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all, I just, y'all wouldn't even know what I'm experiencing right now. So, I, yeah, some of you guys have probably heard that knock on the door. My mom um, just came up the stairs with the oil, this live, and um, I thought it was one of my kids. It's my mother at my door, and she said, I got to pray for you. And that don't mean much to anybody, but if you know, like I know, to have my mama come up here and wake out of sleep, God has showed my mother something. And my mom, if anybody knows Mm -hmm. my mom, um, she she has very bad arthritis, and she has climbed a flight of stairs to knock on my door. Mm-hmm. And she's here with the oil, and she said, "I gotta mm-hmm. pray for you." Mm-hmm. We give God praise. Hallelujah. 
Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. I will host intermittently uh, while Lizzie gathers her composure. Hallelujah. Was there anybody else who didn't have an opportunity to say good morning? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, glory. Glory, glory. Oh, God. Right now. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. 